This is Pastor Cody Sturgill. I'm so thankful you're listening today. The Bible commissions us to keep our heart with all diligence. Keeping your heart is a daily work. We need to daily fill our minds with God's Word. Join me as we hear a Bible message from the pulpit of Chilhowee Baptist Church. Jesus led them into the storm. Do you think it was a surprise to Jesus when that storm began to boil up and come on the Sea of Galilee? No, none, not at all. As a matter of fact, it was under him in his control. Jesus led them in the storm. Listen, we do a poor job of learning life lessons when everything is going great. But we can certainly see and learn to love and trust God when things are in a storm. Storms force us to trust God. Difficulties force us to lean on God. Difficulties force us to know and experience real live miracles from heaven. We should rest in that. David, in the Bible, he, as just a shepherd boy, faced a lion and a bear. I love this story. I, I love this thought. He faced a lion and a bear. And I think of my own children. I'd hate for my boys to have to face something so dangerous. And I'm sure Jesse, David's daddy, didn't like the story when he got home when David told him, about the lion and the bear. But God allowed and God sent a lion and a bear David's way. Why? Because he hated him? No, because he loved him. And David trusted the power of God and got one victory over the lion. He won victory over the bear. He suffered. He had fear in his heart. He had concern, there's no doubt. He had exerted the energy. But it was that meeting when he was a young boy with a lion and a bear that God allowed, that prepared him that day that he stepped on the battlefield in 1 Samuel 17 and he heard the Philistine giant Goliath crying out and cursing God. It was those experiences as a younger man in a shepherd's field by himself that prepared him to face a giant in the days that were ahead. Now folks, storms are not God's punishment. And storms should be approached and appeared, and they should be seen as God's opportunities. You see, even if sin produced the storm, Jesus has the power to turn what the devil means to destroy you into something good. So as you face the storm, rest in the fact that God can use this storm, this period in your life, in order to help you to do something greater in the future. The most difficult things that I've ever been through in my life, I look back at them now and I thank God for them because God allowed those things to happen and those troubles from the past are treasures in the present as we help people with the burdens that they're facing today. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. Jesus led them in the storm. So when you're in your storm, have faith in the fact that Jesus led you into it. Jesus led you into it. 
I can't help but think that this kind of thought and the anticipation of what God is doing in the midst of troubled times and that, man, this is tough. What's God going to do with this? That, that kind of spirit, I'm in the storm. Man, the, the boat is rocking. This is awful. And instead of being scared and fearful, thinking, what's God doing? He's got to be doing something really awesome right now. That kind of spirit that says, hey, this is difficult, but I know that my God has a wonderful purpose. It changes the fear on your face in the midst of the storm to, huh, this is going to be awesome. This is going to be great. I can't help but think that's what Paul was thinking about when he says, I'd rather glory in infirmities. And when Paul over and over again gave glory to God for the difficulties of his life because he was seeing and trusting and knowing that in the midst of the storm, God had a purpose and a plan. He said, this storm and this burden, this battle and this stoning and all the things that Paul went through, this is nothing new to God. He knows what I'm dealing with. This is no surprise. He said, huh, I'm going to have faith in the presence of God. God led me into this storm. Look at the second thing as we consider the presence of God. Jesus was with them in the storm. Let's just turn the platform into a boat. You see it? It probably wasn't even as big as this platform, but let's just put Jesus up in the front of the boat. The disciples are here. They're worried. Jesus is in the boat. He's asleep. You see him? He's laying there on the front row of the choir chairs. He's asleep. The boat's rocking. The boat's full of water now. I see the lightning flashing and the thunder's loud. The winds are strong. The, what was missed of the sea is now whole full-on waves coming into the boat. Everybody's scared. The disciples... The lightning flashes and it flashes across their faces. Do you know who else has the lightning flashes, has the flash of lightning across his face? Jesus. When they feel the boat rock, I mean, it's, it's major. With every rock of the boat, guess who feels the rock? Jesus. When the boat comes up on top of the wave and bottoms out in the swale guess who feels the crash the disciples but also jesus and folks i want you to know something i'm encouraged Although the things we deal with in the storms of life are difficult we do not experience them alone the old spiritual had it right nobody knows the troubles i've seen nobody knows but jesus why? The Bible says he's touched with the feelings of our infirmities. And he cares about us. And so when you're facing the storm of life and the terror of what might happen, understand and rest in the fact that God is not only with you, but he is experiencing it with you, and he cares about your situation. Take heart. Why are you fearful, O ye of little faith? Have faith in the presence of God. Number two. Have faith in the power of God. Have faith in the power of God. Look what the Bible says in verse 24. And behold, there arose a great tempest in the sea, insomuch that the ship was covered with the waves, 
but he was asleep. The storm was real. The Bible makes it very plain. Behold, there arose a great tempest. There's no exaggeration there. It was a great tempest. The storm was real. It was difficult. It was scary. It was life-threatening. The storm was real. Look the Bible says in verse 24. Behold, there was a great tempest in the sea, insomuch that the ship was covered. Now, I found this so fascinating. In Matthew chapter number 8, the Bible says that the ship was covered. In Luke's account of this, he says the ship was full. In Mark's account of this, he says the ship was full. I don't know about you, but when you fill a boat up with water, what happens? It sinks. It sinks. And so we're here on the sea... And the boat is full of water. What should it do? Sink. That's right. What is it doing? It's floating. It's floating. Folks, I want you to know something about our God. The storm that you're in right now, it may feel like you are on a sinking ship. But my Savior and my God is in the business of floating unfloatable boats. And your situation may be dark and desperate and empty and scary. And from the world's perspective, it may be something that cannot possibly withstand one more wave. It can't even stand one more little gust of wind. My boat's full. I want you to know something. Jesus is in the business of holding those boats up. And I want to encourage you to do something. Do not look around you at the storm. Look to the power and blessing of God. Because God can float your sinking ship. And God can help you through your storm. The ship was covered. The ship was full. Yet he was asleep. Look at the Bible says... In verse number 24, the ship was covered with the waves, but he was asleep. Now, there's a few ways to respond to this. There's the carnal Christian way to respond to this. I'm on the boat. The storm is raging. I'm a disciple. And Jesus is right there in the front. As far as the disciples do, the only person on the boat that could do anything about this storm, there's Jesus, and he's asleep. And they look at each other and they're like, I can't believe it. He's asleep. I mean, we're about to die and he's asleep. Our whole world's crashing around us and he's asleep. What's he thinking? He's asleep. Now, that's the carnal Christian way to look at it. Here is the spiritual, godly way to look at it. I'm in the storm. It feels like we're going to die. It smells like we're going to die. The water's deep. I'm pretty sure we're going to die. Jesus isn't worried about it, so I don't think I will be either. Look to Jesus. I'll tell you something about my trip from Peru to Atlanta. That little girl was screaming at the top of her lungs, we're all going to die. And I'd be lying if I told you it didn't unnerve me just a little bit. 
See what I did? I couldn't see the pilot because the pilot was behind closed doors, you know, terrace and all that. But I could see somebody that flew on airplanes a whole lot, the stewardess. You know what I did? I buckled in. I sat in in my seat. And every time the little girl screamed and I started to get a little unnerved, you know what I did? I watched the stewardess. I said, as long as she doesn't have a grimace of terror on her face, I won't either. As long as she's sitting there relaxed and calm, I will remain that way. I thought, as long as she's not picking up the phone, calling her children and crying and stuff, I'm going to be fine too. You know what I did? I sat in the plane. The air was rough. The little girl screaming. But I kept my eyes on the stewardess because I knew she had a lot of experience. And I knew she would know if something was really bad about to happen. I just kept my eyes fixed on her. As long as she was calm, I was too. Guess what happened? We landed safe and sound. We survived. I kept my eyes on her. Now look, here's what the Bible teaches us. Now all of us have this tendency. The storm's raging. Everything's awful. And we're like, fix this? Now? I'm dying. Do you not know I'm dying? Of course he knows that you're struggling. And the storm is real. But I want you, when you're dealing with a storm, I want you to stop criticizing Jesus for allowing you to be in the storm and look at Jesus and see how he is responding to your storm. Do you think Jesus is worried that you don't have enough money in your check account to pay the bills for the rest of the week? No! He's not worried about that because he's promised he'll take care of you and help you. Do you think Jesus is worried about the storm? Do you think that your burden and your storm and your great concern is something that has got Jesus wringing his hands? No! Look to Christ. Rest in him. Trust the Lord. And let the storm teach you some lessons. Thank you for listening to Keep Thy Heart Daily. Keep Thy Heart Daily is a ministry of Chilhowee Baptist Church in Chilhowee, Virginia. To learn more about the ministries of Chilhowee Baptist Church, check us out at chilhoweebaptistchurch.com. If you'd like to financially support Keep Thy Heart Daily, please send your gift to Chilhowee Baptist Church, P.O. Box 838, Chilhowee, Virginia, 24319.